Hello, 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 and welcome um, uh, to podcast number 11 in a series of 12, um, Finding Your Zone, Mindfulness Practices for the Health Care Workforce and for everybody else, too. A um, uh, couple things real quick. Uh, don't forget that there is now a link in the body of the podcast description um, for a little questionnaire. Uh, mostly, we... You don't have to answer the questions. We just want to know what you want us to know. Questions, comments, suggestions, what was working, what wasn't working, um, let us know. Um, and, and please do jump on and do that. We're hopeful that the last podcast of the series um, it w- will be some time for me and Victor to answer some of those questions and go over some of the comments. Um, so please jump on and do that. Don't forget that Area LA Heck has a list of resources that we've been adding to. Um, take a look at that. Um, so... I'm Jama Green, and with me, hello. This is Victor Jones, and we're pretty happy to be here. Um, we're going to sort of take a little deeper dive today into our resilience tools and what self care can look like. We've touched on this at various points in the previous podcasts, but not not all in one place. So we kind of wanted to corral it um, and give it the the time and space that I think it. Im- it, it deserves um, because ha- having and using these resilience tools, um, you can almost really look at that as some of the most important part of what we've talked about, mm-hmm. right? That's right. All of these other topics, um, y- if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to be able to ad- address them very well. So um, take it away, Victor. So keeping. All of this in front of us, um, yeah, we, we've talked about a number of, of topics, and we could say that the topics we've talked about, the way we've talked about them, have been kind of top of brain, maybe with from a cognitive standpoint. But if we consider that the way the body or the way that the nervous system processes information is actually from the bottom up, so our Information is passing through our sensory system, up into our memory system, and then up into our our cognitive or problem-solving or uh, our thinking brain. So with everything that we're doing, it's so important to keep this, this uh, understanding of how we process information in front of us. So I wanted to remind us about one of the core tools that we use with all of the resilience work that we do, and that tool is called Sensing In. So the Sensing In is definitely about identifying what is happening within our bodies and maybe the the temperature of the air around us, the pressure, the sensation of our clothing on our skin. It can be the sensation of the muscles in your arms or the sensations in your heart and belly. All of this information is so important to our nervous system as it's processing what's going on around us. Even our ability to hear each other accurately is tied into our nervous system, how we're feeling in the moment, and so forth. So we're sensing in, we're identifying what's happening within us when we feel stressed, but even uh, just as important, how we feel when we are settled. What are those settling sensations of 
uh, quiet, it might be buzzing, it might be whatever's happening in our bodies when we're feeling a bit safer. Because one of the things that we learn to do, especially when we have been living under a threat response for a long time, is we learn to tone down the threat so that we can keep going. And, um, and, and we lose sense of our, our sense of safety as well. Um, the sensing in tool is super important to consider when we are doing other activities. So we all, we all have different things that we do to relax. Some people like to do yoga. Some folks work out. Um, some people go running or jogging. And these are all super important for taking care of our nervous systems, taking care of our bodies. But to add the sense in tool is super important to really tune in to the positive sensations, tuning into the neutral sensations. And so it's not that exercising is a substitute for sensing in, but sensing in is a way to amplify the benefit of exercising or yoga or anything else that you're doing. So do we want to do uh, an example? Um, We're doing that a little bit later. Yeah, uh, yeah, I amplify. I, I was going to go back and say I like a- amplify the effect of what you may already be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I frequently think about it as getting more bang for my buck. Mm-hmm. Um, take the things that you're already doing. Um, and we were talking earlier, you, you're going into your yoga class before you go through the door. Wow, okay, what what am I feeling physically because I got lost on the way here or I couldn't find a parking space and I'm – a little amped up, and I can tell my my heart's beating a little fast, and I'm I'm kind of jumpy feeling across the back of my neck. Um, and then go in and do your wonderful yoga class. And when you're finished, do that sense in. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. Mm-hmm. W- what am I physically feeling now that I've that I've done this mindful thing for myself? Um, mm-hmm. It just amplifies the things that you may already be doing in terms of self care. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I guess our message is keep doing what you're already doing. Right. But we'd like to encourage you to add that sensing in because it, it just it gets, gets you a little more. Does that make sense? It does make okay. sense. It does make sense. Um, and don't forget um, 20 seconds. If you have 20 seconds to sit there after your yoga class and, and marinate yourself in, in those positive physical sensations. Um, and Victor did a cool thing in an earlier podcast about – so you don't sit there and go one, 1,000, two, oh, 1,000, yeah. three, oh, 1,000, yeah. oh, yeah. sort of going, did you start your feet and go up? Well, you can, you can, you can go either way, but I typically start, let's say, with my hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, and it's called body mapping. Um, but let's say, for example, if I was to put my hand on the, on the table, on the surface, and to start out with noticing the sensation of the coolness on my hand, this table happens to be cool. And then slowly allowing my awareness to travel up through my arm, towards my elbow, shoulders. And and I'm going to tell you, I'm going at about 10 times the speed right now. Okay, so this is really most effective where you can really slow things down, even if you wanted to close your eyes. But to take your attention through my shoulder, towards my neck, down through my belly and my back, 
down into my legs, just allowing myself to see each part of my body as I travel all the way down through my legs to my toes. And then I find it's really important to go back. So from my toes through my leg, up through my belly and my back, up to my neck, out to my arm, through my elbow, and to my hand. Personally, it helps me to make sure that I'm completing the circuit, that I'm completing Mm -hmm. the journey. And then to let go of that surface and pay deep attention to any sensations that are happening in your body. And again, I will check in with the parts of my body gradually, step by step. And whenever I do this, I quite often think of uh, Star Trek, because I'm a Star Trek fan. Me too. And after um, Captain Kirk and the crew had been in a battle, they would have Lieutenant Uhuru Mm -hmm. check in with all the stations. So she's getting (laughs) the information from each of the stations one at a time, right? (laughs) So you contrast that to the initial part of the battle where they say battle stations, the red lights come on, and there's this sudden signal throughout the entire ship we're going into battle. Mm -hmm. But after the battle is over, then you have the step-by-step check on mm-hmm. each little station to make sure I things like are okay. Yeah. And I that like makes that. sense neurologically because danger, our amygdala, sends out a immediate signal throughout our whole system. It can actually feel like we've been hit by lightning, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's why we call it a jolt. And then after it's over, you have to have a slow check-in to yeah. make sure that everything's okay. Yeah. So, so, so with all of these tools— um, I think we can safely say that slower is always better. Yes. Um, slow things yes. down. Um, so let's um, maybe just take a minute, Victor, and talk about some of our favorite rapid resets. Or sure. Not, not necessarily only rapid resets that, that, for instance, would be taught in a reconnect training. Um, but, but so can I talk, tell you about my favorite one first? I would love to hear about it. My favorite one, to be honest, is take a sip. Okay. And when I do this one, I actually like to start with the sensation of my whatever container is holding my liquid. So right? my aluminum container is, and, is really cold right now. And I've got a humongous Yeti thing. Mm. But so I can, I can feel that it's um, smooth, a little bit cool, and it has a shape to it. It's mm. ne- more narrow at the bottom than the top. And mine has a glass straw that goes through the little thing in the lid. So get comfortable with with the container, Mm -hmm. right? Just focus on those sensations. And then take a sip. But you're going to notice the feeling of your mouth on my straw or on the edge of the glass. Um, And as you take a sip of that liquid, notice temperature. Mm -hmm. Is it fizzy? Is it still? Is there a taste to it? Is it minerally? Is it not? Um, Notice how cool it is that your throat muscles automatically swallow that sip. Mm -hmm. Try to notice how far down can you feel it, right? Slow it down. Pay attention to all that. Maybe take another sip, right? And then, so initially I would have said, okay, I, I got lost and I couldn't find a parking space. How am I feeling? 
okay, a little uptight, a little shaky. Um, it was a not a good morning. Take my sip, and now, what's happening in my body, right? And sit with those positive and neutral sensations. So, my mm-hmm. favorite is take a sip. You got a favorite? Well, even before I talk about that, I want I want to mention that Jama, as you were talking about that particular rapid reset, and you and I both, we do that one a lot. We teach it a lot. But uh, we're talking about retraining our nervous system to pay attention to signals of safety. And so even as I did that with you and listened to you, Jama, I think that that was the first time that I have yawned this morning. Oh, I must have been looking at my glass because I missed it. May have missed it. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the first time. And uh, I yawned this morning, and we know that yawning is one of the body's responses to a safety signal. Mm-hmm. I always say, if there's a wolf on your door, you see a wolf on your door, you're not going to take that moment to yawn. <laughs> okay. Yep. So, so um, in my body responded to the safety signal of not only taking a sip myself, but also listening to you describe mm-hmm. what was happening with you mm-hmm. as you're doing that particular rapid reset. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's part of how my nervous system has been trained to tune in to safety. Yeah. Which also means that my nervous system gets a break. Yeah. I like that. And it that also reminds me that sometimes in trainings, um, especially in school systems, you you can have a kid, say you're the social worker, the counselor, kid that just doesn't isn't going to respond to you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to talk. It turns out that it's really hard not to check in with your own physical stuff if somebody's doing that out loud yeah. with you, right? So yeah. one of the examples is you're the counselor and you've been called to take a child out of a class. You've got an opportunity there to do a rapid reset because you've got to walk mm-hmm. from that classroom to wherever your office is. And it's pretty easy to just sort of talk talk you know johnny wow i have my a shoes on today my feet are so comfortable how about yours i mean mm-hmm. i answer but you better believe tommy's probably thinking oh yeah, i got my favorite sneakers on yeah or whatever um talk about oh you know what? we just went from carpet to yep. a tile floor did you notice that and now yep. i can hear my heels clicking mm-hmm. do you hear it Walking through something out loud verbally, yep. it's almost impossible for whoever's with you to yeah. not be doing the same thing. So you're, it's, it's almost one of those stealth rapid resets. It is. It, it, it really is. Yeah. And you know what? Try this sometimes. When you're going, going to, the, to your feet and your, your, your cool shoes, mm-hmm. try isolating one toe at a time. Just thinking about one toe at a time. It's all, it, <laughs> no, it, some people can do it. I'm not one. But even the effort to take your uh, attention to one toe at a time. Yeah. Okay. And what you're doing is you're doing something that you would only do if you were absolutely safe. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and it registers in our brains. So if, if, the, if our listening audience is wondering, well, why are these folks talking about toes and taking sips and all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. When our nervous systems are settled, we have so much better access to our thinking brains. 
we uh, we think of challenges differently. We may even think of a challenge as an opportunity rather than as a problem, right? So that kind of goes mm-hmm. to the uh, the Chinese character of what is a problem or a crisis. You know, it's an opportunity, right? It's an opportunity to learn something, to do something. It's an opportunity to connect with the people around us. It's an opportunity to lead by modeling. Yeah. Right? So so these things that we're talking about, they're not just good for our health, but they also greatly increase our problem-solving capacity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I love that. I love that. So you're thinking yeah. about the toes. I always have fun with the toes. Okay, so <laughs> so as far as a favorite rapid reset, well, since I do enjoy doing presentations and I'm often standing up during those times, one of my favorites is where I make this this circuit again with my hands. So I'll have my right hand turned up and I'll put my left hand on top of it. And so my right hand is pushing up, my left hand is pushing down, and then I move my attention very slowly from my right hand up through my elbow, shoulder, towards my neck. And by the time I get there, I'm probably a little bit tired, so I release the pressure and rotate my hands, go back to my neck, and then down the left side, through my shoulder, through my elbow, to my hands. Real strong push and a very gradual, very gradual release. And to uh, then allow my hands to completely come apart. Again, I explained that at about 10 to 100 times faster than I would actually mm-hmm. do it. But try it out. And to like see what happens in in your own body. And then again, to body map, to notice mm-hmm. the sensations throughout the entire body. And especially maybe in the belly area, mm-hmm. if that's a place where some of us experience tension. Again, that makes sense according to what we know about the vagus mm-hmm. nerve and and also what we know about our gut health as well. So that's one of my favorites that I Cool. That I can do anywhere, anywhere, especially in front of people during a presentation, because I can just sit there, stand there, and no one knows that yeah. I'm I'm also managing my nervous system while paying attention to what's going on yeah. in the room. And I think that's that's one of the things that I think is really cool about a lot of these rapid resets is I can be in a staff meeting that's getting a little dicey, right, and take a sip and nobody even knows that I'm resetting my nervous system. Um, Another one that I like because you can do it standing, right? Um, And I've seen some resilience educators before a training or during a training leaning both hands, leaning on a table, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Right. And you're, you're, nobody knows, but you're tuning into, like you said, Okay, what what does the table feel like under my palm? Is there um, a texture? Is there a temperature? Is it smooth? Is it slick? And as I lean into it, what's happening in the joints in my arms? And do my 
feet feel stable on the floor? Are they getting ready to slide out from under me? Um, a lot of these you, you can do. Nobody knows you're doing them. Um, but, but then there you are. Okay, that that the meetings, the meetings getting a little dicey, but but I'm okay. All right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, and it's so, amazing what you can see when you're when you're what you can see and what you can hear when your system is is settled, right? Uh-huh. So it's, it's important to practice even before you know or sense that you're feeling um, maybe out of sorts or activated at all. You may feel completely calm. So don't wait until that's another thing that we're saying. Don't wait until you feel like you need to do this. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Make it a part of your routine. Make it a part of just your everyday being and notice the effect. Notice what happens. And this goes along with the other episodes that we have done. We're not talking about, oh, this is what I do when I'm in a crisis. We're talking about being aware of these things and, and practicing settling our systems throughout, from the beginning right. of the day to the end of the day, right. um, when I'm feeling absolutely calm. And it's been funny when I work with folks and I say, well, I'll ask them, well, how are you doing today on a scale of 1 to 10? How are you feeling today? Oh, I feel maybe, I, I feel a 1. I'm, I'm doing, I'm pretty chill. I'm a 0 to a 1. And then I'll say, well, let's do a rapid reset or two. Let's do, Right. And they'll notice, they'll, they may yawn, the eyes mm-hmm. may water. Mm-hmm. They say, oh, I didn't know I was carrying, still carrying yeah. tension. Yeah. And of course you wouldn't notice it because your brain will filter those things out so that you can keep going, so that right. you can keep functioning and getting things done. So um, this, yeah. is, this is a part of our everyday maintenance of ourselves yeah. for our better like health. That. And how cool would it be if um, at the start of that staff meeting, everybody in the room, okay, let's start our staff meeting with yeah. a rapid reset. Anybody got one they want right. to try today? They take turns leading them, so we're mm-hmm. all owning it, you know, and it's part right. of our environment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, going back to a previous podcast, if your administration, if the boss— yeah. Sets that example. Yes, right? so important. Model it. So How cool. Yes. How cool. Um, okay, what, what are we doing now? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, well, we did our rapid reset. Mm-hmm. Oh, one Connection. thing real quickly. Sometimes we get this question. Um, which reset should I do? Okay. For, for what? And the first answer is any of them. Right. Yes. Any any one of these things that we're talking about, you can do if you're amped up. Yep. Or if you're shut down. Right. Right. Um. So so it's it's not it's a one size fits all in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Now, that said, we also talked about resourcing in a previous podcast, and I, I do like to just notice and and be aware that, um. Say you're with a, you were dry, you were riding with a friend and y'all almost had a bad accident, mm-hmm. right? Or you had a, an accident and and you're you're standing on the roadside and your friend who was driving is losing it, right? Mm-hmm. Completely, that 
person may well be so offline mm-hmm. that asking them, so in the last six weeks or so, is was there a time when <laughs> things were better or um, – <laughs> So there are some times when maybe you need a rapid reset to 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 sort of bring it down mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. and then you can use some of the a little more complicated tools. Does that make sense? It does. So yeah. to start out with the body, the rapid reset is very physically involved, right? Moving attention to something that's very physical. Uh, and it might just start out with just the physical. The attention to it may may become later, but doing something physical, mm-hmm. whereas the resourcing is something, is bringing up a memory, uh, accessing a memory that is um, restorative, if you yeah. will. So I like that. Start with the physical and then yeah. move to, the, to that other part of your brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So where were you going? Okay. How are we on time? Uh, I don't even know. Well, I think we're probably getting close. I think so, too. Um, we got pretty deep into it. So, so just just a reminder, we've sort of been talking about rapid resets. In a previous um, podcast, we talked about another one of our tools, um, connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's an important one. Go back and listen to that one again. Um, and we had a good session around the resourcing idea, that, mm-hmm. that memory that's a um, and, and painting that picture, making a video of, of a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so keep those in mind. Um, and when you click on the link, let us know what rapid resets you may have come up with. Absolutely. Right? Um, t- tell us what you're doing. Uh, um, so I think that's it for this one. Um, don't forget the link. Let us know what you're thinking. Um, the last podcast, um, we're hoping we'll be me and Victor getting to talk about um, uh, some of the questions and comments that have come in. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the last thing I'm going to notice, Victor, is over the course of these 11 podcasts, the difference as we've connected between the first one and this one, <laughs> we've pretty much been looking at each other, mm-hmm. making eye contact, Almost the whole time. Mm-hmm. And my memory of the very first one was that <laughs> you were over there <laughs> and I was over here. Um, uh, and it's just it, the connection, I think, has has evolved. So um, that becomes a, an important part of these for you and me. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I've noticed that as well. Okay. So we, we must continue. I, I think so. All right. Um, so we'll hopefully um, be with you the next time. This has been Jama. And this is Victor.